0: Burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: Was he actually a neighbor? I moved into a new house recently with some friends. Due to various circumstances, I ended up being the only one moved in and living in the house for the last week. Last Thursday, I was bringing in some framed photos and decorations from my room. As I was finishing up, about to close and lock the front door, a truck honked at me. The exact details of the truck escape my memory now, but it was definitely newer with a shiny front rack. I stood on the front porch as it parked in our driveway and a man jumped out. He asked if I owned the house, about my housemates, and for the owner's contact information. Man said he was the neighbor on the other side of our visibly broken fence, and he wanted to correspond with our landlord about fixing it. I was wary from the start, so I lied to man when he asked about my housemates. I don't know if this counts as false valor, but I told him I was residing with marine veterans who were completing school. I-21 female do not look intimidating in any sense of the word, so I hoped that would deter him. Anyway, he left pretty easily after prompting me for owner's email. I sent my landlord a heads up immediately after, and a week later he still hasn't received anything. On a whim, I decided to check out the driveways of my neighbors throughout my daily coming and goings. No one has that truck. There are similar ones for sure. My housemates have explained it away to my shoddy memory. But the last few nights, I've been up late for various reasons, and I've noticed a truck that looks remarkably similar in the freaking dark. Though driving down our road at weird hours, I feel like I've seen him slow down when he passes. But our road is littered with speed bumps, so it's likely my growing paranoia. It still bugs me, though, if that guy has been living there since quarantine began at least, he would have seen the landlord more than a handful of times. Neighbor tries to convert me to his beliefs. So this goes hand in hand with my last story about my neighbor who drove me out to the boondocks without saying a word. It's the same neighbor. After that incident, he seemed more like an upstanding citizen than good Samaritan. Drove me out to the city to get groceries for my family, helped fix my broken refrigerator, you know good neighborly things. One day, however, he's visiting and having a conversation with my mom. She's telling him about her Catholic upbringing and how she loves the church. He doesn't even hesitate to tell her that he doesn't like the church in any shape or form. And I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, okay, everybody is allowed their opinions. But the way he said it was with disgust and a hint of anger. He then asks her what would she say if he said he was of the devil. He let it hang in the air for a bit and just stares at her. Finally, she answered him saying she would politely ask him to leave only if he truly believed it. He goes on to tell her about how his grandma would take the life essence of dogs to stay young and he had the ability to heal or make people sick. That's when I'm starting to think that something is seriously wrong with this guy. My mom excuses herself after that and heads to her room. And he's like, okay I guess it's time for me to go. As he's walking out he shows me his dog tags he keeps around his neck. Nothing out of the ordinary they're most veterans I know wear them. But he shows me what's between them, a metal coin. He tells me that it's for protection and that he was just trying to get my mom to understand that magic is either good or bad, depending how you use it, and he just leaves. A few days later, he brings over a portable swamp cooler, and leaves some of his tools so I take them back to him. He asks me if I'd like to stay and watch some TV with him and his daughter. I'm like, okay, sure. He was watching Ancient Aliens, and it was about magic. Surprise, surprise. Of course he wanted me to stay. So he goes on and tells me about how magic is real and how he can do it. All the while his daughter is next to me like, yeah, this is what he does, just go with it. As he's telling me about how it works and what to do to make it happen, I start to shift in my seat, half on half off in a ready-to-run type of stance. I know I wasn't subtle one bit, and he took it all wrong. He assumed I was looking at him like he was crazy, kinda right, but I was ready to throw down in case he came at me. He finally stopped talking and asked me what do I think. I told him that if you have to do certain things during certain times with certain words you're pretty powerless to me in my eyes. Nothing more than a glorified Houdini. That pissed him off because he tried using Chris Angel as an example of what fake magic is. I look over and his daughter has a look of shock on her face. I looked over at him and he looks like he is about to tear me a new one. Luckily, his other daughter's alarm goes off, and I use that as a distraction to leave. As I'm leaving, he's just going on about how his magic is real, and I'm nothing more than another churchgoer who believes what a book tells him to believe, haven't talked to him since, and he has left me alone as well. Edit. After rereading the rules, I'll go into the whole reason why I got physically defensive. As he was explaining what magic abilities he has, his words not mine, he kept claiming that the power is his, comes directly from him, saying that what was being said on the show is wrong. The show said that special items were created to direct the magic and energy. That's when he asked me what I think God is. I just told him, God to me is the universe. And that's when he told me that magic isn't any different. It's the same as praying, it's the same as thinking, it's just energy. I'm like, okay, I've heard this before, nothing new, and nothing I myself don't know. Then he tells me how he scared a child by projecting his thoughts into his mind, saying his mom is going to die over and over. That's when I start looking at him like, why would you mess with a child like that? Then he says that he would put eye drops in people's food and just heal himself while eating with them. That's when I got defensive, thinking this guy is warped. That's when he tells me that he's willing to share what he knows with me, that there's more out there than just making people think they're seeing stuff. Unlike Chris Angel with his fake floating. When I was seven, eight years old, we had a neighbor living across the street who would stand outside for a few hours each day. He was in his eighties or so, and would usually just stand at the intersection in front of our house. Well one day my mom and I were in the car and about to reverse out of the driveway when he suddenly appeared at the driver's window. When my mom rolled down the window, he asked about the car that we were selling. The creepy part? Only my mom and dad had talked about selling the car. They hadn't posted it up anywhere or talked to others yet about it. So this put a weird taste in my family's mouth. Fast forward a few months later and my dad is opening the front window blinds like he did every morning at around 6-7am. He glanced across the street and locked eyes with the same man who was staring directly into our house from his bathroom window. The next day, my dad opens the blinds again and the man is holding binoculars now in the same room and looking into our house. It was so jarring that my parents planted shrubbery in front of the house that was tall enough to block his view. He passed away a few years after that, but who knows how long he was looking into our house for or listening in closely. Creepy Crouching Man in the Dark I was in my late teens to early 20s when this happened. My boyfriend at the time had been flagged down by our neighbor at the top of our street because he would drive fast down the road sometimes. The man freaked out at him one day, and from then on that neighbor didn't like us. I agree with the lead foot, but he was rather rude about the whole interaction. From then on, we kept to ourselves and ignored this guy because of his aggressive and weird vibe. One night, two of our friends came over, and they asked if we wanted to walk over to the airfield or golf course area near our house, and we agreed. I was feeling ill all day with a horrible stomach ache, and after about an hour of hanging around... I asked if we could all as a group please go back to the house. They were hesitant because the night was young to them, but agreed. We get to the top of my street and I feel my stomach churning and I tell our friends to meet us at the house while my boyfriend helped me. They walk ahead. At this point, we're in front of that neighbor's house across the street. I start violently puking in the bushes trying to catch my breath. My boyfriend is aiding me and patting my back and rubbing in circles. I noticed he stopped. He freezes and very quietly says to me, ''Let's go. Simon. Right now.'' I instantly shudder because of his tone drop. I'm still throwing up at this point so it's a bit difficult for me to think about walking. I think I said something like, ''I can't. Just wait. Just wait for me.'' He quietly says through his teeth in a slight panic, ''Now.'' At this point I'm terrified. I start walking with him and he says, walk normally, stay at my pace, I'll tell you when we get to the house. Apparently that neighbor was creeping around near us when I was sick on the road. It was after midnight at this point. He said that he saw him outside in the dark in his driveway and didn't think we noticed him, but my boyfriend said he saw this man crouch and walk around his cars in the driveway watching us. That's it, just watching. The crouching and hiding is what freaked me out. The man was already off and just weird. The whole thing weirds me out to this day. Creepy neighbor won't stop. I posted a while back about my creepy neighbor who comes outside every night and just stands there staring at my house with a creepy look. It sounds crazy, but I've kind of gotten used to it now, but still having a hard time sleeping. I bought a few cameras after some advice to see if I could catch this guy on my property while I'm at work. The cops still won't do anything about this guy unless he steps on my property. I review video every day when I get home to see if I can catch him, but he hasn't stepped foot on my property yet. He is staring at me as I type this. He does this every single night for about 30 minutes to an hour. Sometimes it can be longer, he doesn't budge, doesn't have anything in his hands, just stands there. It's really creepy at night, and it's the only time I see him. Anyway, I'm typing this tonight because I'm really thinking about confronting him. I've been having really high anxiety about doing this because I'm scared of what will happen. But something has to be done so I can live in peace. This has been going on for months now. I don't know what his agenda is, but I need to find out. I won't do it tonight, but I will be confronting him. I won't step on his property, and it will have to be done when he is having his staring session because I never see him outside in the daytime. I will update everyone soon. Please wish my luck. Someone is attempting to drill into my apartment at night. Every night, between 1-4 am, my downstairs neighbor engages in intense construction and I only hear it during this time frame. This has been going on for over 8 months, 4 or 5 days a week, non-stop, and the noise is consistently getting louder each night. It keeps me up now, whereas it never used to. The increased volume leads me to believe they may be trying to break in, as the sound is consistently getting louder every night. I am immunocompromised, so I've been quite isolated up here by myself. I am hesitant to talk to my downstairs neighbor personally, especially considering I live in a very sketchy area. Is there any reason why someone would exclusively choose to use their electric tool collection between one a.m.? or do I have the right to be worried? I have been reassuring myself that it's probably nothing for a long time, but it becomes scarier every night. The more I think about it, the more my reasoning feels like excuses. If anybody has an explanation for this, it could put my mind at ease and allow me to sleep. Thank you. Creepy neighbor. Hi all. This happened years ago when I was 20. While I don't think this encounter was anything sinister, it still unnerved me and I'll never forget it. My best friend and I both 20 female lived in a shady apartment off campus our junior year of college. It was an old house and we lived on the cramped top floor while a middle-aged couple lived below. It smelled, we had mice, but the rent was cheap and we found it on Craigslist so we couldn't complain much. Despite these issues, the worst was our downstairs neighbor. The first time I met him, it was late at night, like 11 p.m. My bestie was staying at her boyfriend's place, so I was home alone. I was taking a shower when in the middle of washing, the smoke alarm started going off. I rushed out, quickly got dressed, and started disassembling the thing like a maniac because I knew our neighbors were sleeping. I still have no idea why it went off. A couple minutes later, there's a knock on the door. I expect it's the couple downstairs complaining about the noise, so I answer the door, and it's just the guy standing there. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. I immediately start apologizing, but before I can say much, he interjects and says he didn't hear anything weird. He was here to invite me and my roommate to hang out weirder. He explained he had an Xbox and satellite, and we could... Play games or watch movies, or just hang out. Mind you, it's very late, and he's way older than me, and I'm pretty sure he's married. I politely thanked him for the invite and said maybe another time, shutting the door and locking it. I barely slept that night and avoided him at all costs after. We had a lot of creepy encounters with this particularly guy, but nothing beyond a weird interaction and us ignoring him. We moved out and never saw him again. I don't think he had truly evil intentions, but maybe I keep saying that to make myself feel better. People walking around with flashlights in my yard. My dog got to say, I told you there was something to bark at. So I live with my dog and my roommate in a one-story duplex. I've got a fenced-in and yard and the private spot where my car parked is accessible via an alleyway with a bunch of massive signs saying, no parking, no trespassing, private property. So I was sitting in my bedroom playing games, and it was around 1am, and my dog, sitting on the couch in the living room, starting barking at something outside. Every now and then she does this because there's a squirrel, or a bush moved, or something. So I get up to go shush her, and open the blinds on the window to say, see, there's nothing outside, but there actually is something outside. So through the fence I can see the headlights of a car idling out in front of my house and lights bobbing around outside and what appears to be people walking around in front of my yard by my car with flashlights looking around in the middle of the night. So full disclosure, I was kinda stoned. Not sure if it's a reverse effect because my sober self is an anxiety-ridden creature living under a blanket who is too scared to send an email to my manager. But my high self is Fred from Scooby-Doo, as in, come on, gang, let's solve the mystery. So I decide I'll just go out there and investigate. I let my dog out, walk my pajama-wearing, unarmed, bra-less self out there. My yard is fenced so my dog cannot get to them without me opening the gate. But she does keep barking and step outside and go to the gate. I can now see it's a well-dressed woman and man in a nice newer model car. They are walking around the front yard with flashlights. I go, hey, this is private property, can you please leave? Woman seems kind of startled, says, sorry, our car broke down. Man gets in the car, she walks around, goes back in the car, they talk for a while. I'm not sure what else to do, so I just kind of stand there watching, for what felt like ages but was probably only a minute or two, don't know how long it actually was. They seem to be deciding what to do. He starts the car back up. They pull out, proceed to drive around, pull into the public street and park behind my neighbor's car instead. I decided to sit outside from my porch and kind of watch them to make sure they didn't get out and start investigating the neighbor's car instead. They never popped the hood of their car or got out, which seemed to run fine when they drove off. I never saw them come back. For a couple of notes, there are loads of spots you can park in and around my neighborhood, That would not be on clearly private property, with better lighting, and you do not need to be near other cars. But to get to where my car is parked, you've got to drive down an alleyway and look for that spot. Like, my friends have trouble finding it. The car was like a newer model sports car. Not saying those can't ever break down, but I guess I'd be less suspect if they rolled up in a Geo Metro Mini Cooper, an old Subaru hatchback or something, and were like, Oh man, my shitty car broke down. When I sobered up the next day I was like, I either just politely told some car thieves to stop attempting robbery on me, and they did, or I made someone's shitty night even shittier. I mean, they weren't dressed for car theft, more like party or date night, woman was in heels, and I don't know shit about cars, maybe they really did just break down and the spot next to my car was the closest they could find. Then I spooked them even more by taking neighborhood watch a little too far. I guess if I parked in a neighborhood and a half-naked woman and her possibly big scary dog came outside to stare at me in the middle of the night, I'd get the F out too. Note, my dog got spoiled with treats after this. I didn't report it, but did inform the neighbors about what happened. My car was broken into a month or two later and had some non-valuable stuff taken another night, but I slept through it and have no way of knowing if it was the same people or not. TLDR. Some people were walking around with a flashlight by my car in my private front yard. I told them to get the F out. They claimed their car broke down. I stared at them like a dead-eyed fish until they left. I think my neighbors are spying on me. Edit. I live in an apartment complex. I noticed yesterday that my daughter's window screen was taken off and the lock was jammed somehow, which indicates someone broke into my apartment. I've never had any issues until the neighbors above me moved here a year ago, which are two guys. I keep hearing their footsteps every time I walk to a different room, especially the bathroom. I recently started recording everything and the noise for the manager, and she agrees and has sent two verbal warnings. Is there a sure way to find hidden cameras in my apartment? I don't feel comfortable because nothing was stolen, and I magically find tiny holes in my apartment. I may be wrong about the hidden camera, but I don't know who breaks in an apartment just to take nothing. I'm a single mother, and knowing that two guys upstairs are harassing me is frightening. Update. They finally came to fix my daughter's window. The neighbors still make noise, but as far as a hidden camera, I may have just been paranoid because they did a sweep but didn't find anything. The landlord now says just to call the cops if anything happens, which it hasn't. I also moved in a roommate for further safety and precaution. Window creep. I was really young when this happened. My mom told me the story when I mentioned a house we used to live in and the neighbor she told me never to talk to. We lived in a quiet area and our house didn't have any fences except the partial one separating a bit of our yard from the neighbors on one side. On both sides, the neighbors were very nice people. I was about four, so my mom told me about strangers, and never to talk to the man who lived on the other side of our neighbors. He looked like a normal guy, and once he even smiled and waved at me, but I'd find out why I couldn't talk to him. One night, I was sitting in my room. It was just me and my parents' home, and my mom told me it was time to get ready for bed. She looked up at the window, where some of the blinds were broken, and saw part of a face. She flipped out, and the face moved away. She ran into the living room where my dad was, and told him what happened. They got outside just in time to see the guy hiding behind his fence. My parents made me sleep with them that night. The next morning, my mom wanted to make sure he didn't leave any weird stuff laying around, and it was all clear, but she wanted to know how much you could see from the hole in the blinds. My window was kind of out of the way, but when she got there, there was an indent in the ground as if this guy had been visiting for a while. Mom got me some curtains that day. Weird neighbors. So from fourth grade to the end of fifth, roughly, I lived in this kind of shitty apartment building. It wasn't like drug dealers at my door shitty, but it wasn't great. So one night I'm laying in bed listening to staticky country music from my old radio while trying to sleep when I hear a loud banging from somewhere. I couldn't pinpoint exactly where it was coming from at first, but then I realized it was the apartment above us. It sounded like someone banging on the floor. Much to my annoyance, I turned down my radio and listened again. I heard the neighbor's little girl about six crying and she kept banging on the floor. Out of tiredness and annoyance, I stood up on my bed and banged on the ceiling. She stopped. Next night, the same thing happens. I hear the banging, turn down my radio, and bang on the ceiling. This goes on for three days, communicating with this little girl through banging on the floor or ceiling. On the fourth day, she keeps banging and crying and screaming. It was super late at night, so I don't think anyone else heard, but it was like someone was ripping a cat's fur out one by one. I banged on the ceiling to see if she was okay and everything went quiet for a second. I banged again and after a few seconds she starts crying again and I hear this super loud bang like someone just dropped a cinder block on the floor from 10 feet up. Everything went quiet after that and I didn't see her or her mom ever again. I didn't even see them move out but I know they did. I don't know if there was something wrong with the family like if the mom was abusive or anything. But it was weird, and I hope that little girl is okay. Edit. I should add that this wasn't the only time they did weird stuff or something strange happened. The mom would wander around, her kid would be in the elevator alone, they were just a little off. A few years ago, I lived in Japan for about ten months as part of a study abroad program for my university's placement year. I stayed in Hiroshima, and most of the Japanese people I met were very kind and polite. However, there was one old lady who lived in the apartment next to mine who was different. Around a month after arriving in Japan, my group decided to go to the Seik Festival. This festival is all about drinking Seik, which is a popular Japanese alcoholic beverage. It turns out that everyone goes there to drink a lot and have a good time. So we tried many different types of sake from various places in Japan, and ended up getting very drunk. Somehow, we managed to take the train back to our apartments. I can't remember much except that I called my girlfriend, and then fell asleep on my futon, which is a Japanese-style bed. Skipped to 6 in the morning the next day when I suddenly wake up by a really loud doorbell. I'm confused because it's so early but I think it might be my friend from downstairs wanting to talk about what happened the night before. I peek through the small hole in my door and see a police officer standing there. I talked to the police using a translation app, and he said there was a complaint about noise. I was surprised because all I did was make a phone call and go to sleep last night. When they saw I was confused, they realized there might be a mistake, so they left. I was still feeling drunk and very confused. But the day went on as usual. The next morning at 6am, the doorbell rang again. I already guessed what it might be this time, and when I looked through the peephole, I saw two police officers. We had the same conversation, and I told them there had been no noise. Then I took them into my apartment to show them how I fell asleep while watching Netflix. That's when they told me it was the neighbor living next door, someone I hadn't met, who was making the complaints. At this point, I thought maybe she was just being unkind or prejudiced, so I talked to the person at my university who looks after international students. He said they were moving me to a different apartment, one on the floor below. I was pretty upset because I had just started to feel comfortable in my new place, but I had to go along with it. He planned to come the next morning with the landlord to move my stuff and check my new room. Have you ever been woken up in the middle of the night? And it really messes with your day? Well, I went to bed on time that night and got ready for the people who were coming to help me move my things. Suddenly, around 3 a.m., my doorbell started ringing continuously. It was so loud that it woke me up right away. Now I was really scared. I couldn't even move, and I didn't want to. After about a minute of what felt like non stop noise, everything suddenly became quiet. I slowly walked over to the front door and looked through the hole but I didn't see anything. I was sure it was my neighbor who was being really weird. Nothing else happened for the rest of that night, and I eventually went back to sleep. I woke up the next morning still feeling a bit scared, but it's okay because my friends are coming over soon. I kept going out to check if they were downstairs, but I made sure to close my door quickly because I didn't know what this woman might do if she saw me. When I went into my room, I noticed that the sliding door to my balcony was wide open. That's when I saw her for the first time. This woman had twisted her body around the fence that separated our balconies, but she was still on her side, and she was just staring right at me. We looked at each other for a moment, and then she quickly turned back to her side. Literally two seconds later, my doorbell rang. Thankfully, it turned out to be the folks who were there to help with my move. I explained the situation to them quickly and hurried downstairs to my new room. At one point, I spotted the lady again, acting strangely outside. She was pointing to my new room and asking the police if they had gone there. But luckily after that, I managed to stay away from her. I guess the police decided to stop responding to her calls.